Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back? Redbubble.com slash people slash dumb dumb dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome to One Shots, a Dumb Dumbs and Dice podcast where professional voiceover actors and improvisers tackle one-shot stories created in a variety of hit RPGs. I'm your host, DJ One Shot, and I'm here to welcome you back to Avernus. This arc is going to feature our DM, Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Werner Ragnarok, Tyler Hewitt as Hambone, and Laura Elizabeth as the murder grandma Maud Buggins. Having all been killed, our heroes were resurrected and forced to form a compact with the demon Lord Bell. Hambone died a few more times to talk with Zeriel, Werner chatted with Bell about his plans, and Maud discovered that her personal hell is a nightmare. Which hellish commander should the stain trust with their souls? Nobody knows cause it's one shot! <laughs> Avernus Edition. You've been walking for what feels like days, because as you know, uh, when you're not riding a soul-powered, <laughs> screaming hell machine, um, traveling Avernus is is a long and, and daunting task. Um, so with sweat rolling down your brow, your clothes kind of soaked through, um, you, you've been walking this blasted hellscape, which I always kind of imagine when you're not in like the middle of a battle looks a little bit like the background of Melty Clock by Salvador Dali. It was just like endless, slightly broken, like desert with weird trees and just not a lot of anything. Um, and then on the horizon, um, you see probably Werner. You've probably got the, the sharpest eyesight. Uh, so your elf eyes see um, what looks like a mirage. Um, it is a massive um, metallic war machine, um, just like, uh, a, like a few stories tall. 
Um, but off of it are um, pinions and flags, and you can see a number of tents set up. Uh, they all look to be um, attached to a variety of cranes and pulleys um, in bright, colorful colors, uh, and you can hear music and, and um, talking and laughter. Um, and for the first time since you've been down here, um, you actually smell what smells like delicious food on the air, which is something that you, even though you haven't, if we're looking at the clock, been down here that long is so far removed from from what you've you've experienced of late um, that it's it's uh, like a scent from another life. Mm. Um, so you pick up the pace a bit because uh, this definitely matches the description Bell gave you of the Wandering Emporium. Um, so you arrive at the Wandering Emporium to see that the giant war machine is a huge. Think like a cross between. Um, <laughs> can't believe I'm quoting this. Uh, one of the mortal engine cities, if they were smaller, and the Wild Wild West spider. Um, so just a, a giant mechanical nightmare. Calling out those financial hits. Yeah, man. I just nothing, nothing but wins. And it's got a, a ship on it that looks like it would have been sunk at the end of Waterworld. Um, this and is hitting all of my buttons. The commander <laughs> is the master and commander of Waterworld. Um, so yeah, you moving you so fast, it's practically a speed racer. <laughs> this, is all, this is all a very attractive picture you're putting together. For me. Yeah, just for you, buddy. Thank you. Um, this is the Wandering Emporium, also known as Avatar, the Last Hellbender. <laughs> you're greeted by John Carter of Mars. <laughs> Uh, the warriors of virtue also there. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're just to the left of Cutthroat Island. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so you walk up to Independence Day 2 Resurgence. And, uh, <laughs> I don't like it anymore. I don't, I don't like it's that. It's a bridge too far. Um, and um, you can sort of see hustle and bustle. Um, that said, uh, the closer you get, you can see there's kind of a shimmering, almost uh, looks like a, not a, a full force field, but enough, basically a, almost a magical fence. Um, it looks like something you could probably force your way through if you had to, um, but uh, definitely something just kind of separating it from from the elements. And suddenly it kind of makes sense that you can see um, everyone inside seems uh, relaxed and, and kind of uh, there's a, a vibe of good times. So um, you roll up to the door um, and um, you are greeted by a woman in a sort of a... Uh, think like the whatever the demonic equivalent of like a club med outfit would be. So like um, just a tucked in like she's wearing khakis. She's got like a mm -hmm. tucked in little um, collared T-shirt. Just says club dead on the collar. Oh, I wish um, <laughs> it uh, says infernal rapture on the on the collar um, because that's what it says in the book for the uh, module we're trying to promote um, <laughs> that came out months ago now in a different life. Um, so uh, but on the other side it says club dead and she's like, hi, my name's. Mrs. Dead, um, first name Club, um, and uh, welcome to Wandering Emporium, home of Infernal Rapture, that great club that people go to. I know Club Dead sounds good too, but uh, what can I say? My parents weren't that rich. Um, you, you, you folks look like you've been traveling for a while. Uh, what, what brings you here? We need nine rods. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's a euphemism or not. If it is, that's also fine. We definitely have more than nine rods available. Adamantine rods. Oh, so you're looking for big ticket items, I see. Um, does, yes, we want the big rods. Um, does Zeriel know you're here? Uh, I think maybe. <laughs> Zeriel. She was pretty cryptic uh, when she spoke to me. Whoa, Zeriel spoke to you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Is she trying to book more conference space? Or like, what's going on? I didn't mention anything about conference oh, space. Oh, thank God. We don't have any available right now. <laughs> 
say what's cooking this whole time uh hambone with his wing ears has been like floating <laughs> along guided by like the scent like a cartoon character oh, delightful uh and he's very hungry um well she's like oh well um that is uh we have some uh absolutely wonderful things on menu right now um at infernal rapture that's uh the local resto club uh, here in wandering emporium um it's a. Uh, it's run by our our beloved Mahadi, who of course runs uh, the the Wandering Emporium, um, and uh, you know all are welcome. Uh, we we have a, a strict no violence policy on site, uh, so you can come in and just relax. It's the hell that rock stars talk about, you know, the fun one with all the the drugs and prostitutes, but without any of the you know in, infernal hellfire. Wow, how does this business model function in Avernus? Do you have soul coins? Uh, yeah, I have one. All right. Well, that's how it functions. Oh. Um, so she uh, welcomes you in, um, and basically you you kind of like leave your stuff. Um, essentially, there's like a holding pen, so the the stuff you've been hauling um, since you you left uh, Bell's place um, is put in a secure location. Um, and uh, so she kind of walks you through a bit of the um, the wandering emporium, and it's it's like a bazaar that's been set. It's like halfway between a bazaar and a circus. So to be clear, like we don't have weapons anymore. But uh, you're we're allowed to keep your weapons. Um, as you enter, though, she um, basically as soon as you cross the force field, uh, Maud, you would probably be the first one to notice this. Uh, it's like your weapon locked. So it's it's like you, you try and take your weapon off, and it just isn't coming off, and like you can't draw. Anything, it just, it feels like it, it's stuck. What about my circlet of blasting? Um, it, it, it seems uh, kind of boring to you right now. Almost like, uh, it's, it's like you bought it at Forever 21 instead of some mm. magical store. It's, Cheap it's piece fine. of crap. Yeah. Um, bought it at Zara instead of Zario. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and um, <laughs> Hambone, for you, uh, your body feels loose like you've been in a sauna, which is great. Mm. Um but you also don't feel like normally you feel kind of like a wound spring. I don't feel like hand boning. Is that what you, you're about uh, to tell no, me? No, you can hand bone. <laughs> okay. In fact, you could probably hand bone a little bit more lucidly, okay. but you don't get the sense there'd be any strength behind it. Okay. okay. Uh, you feel like if you punch someone right now, it'd be like watching a tired person stumble forward and be like, Ugh. <laughs> so on the one hand, <laughs> right. you could probably dance, but okay. I also think if you drop the martial part, you might not be great at hand boning because normally you. You, you I ham- used to cast, but yeah, you could be right. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll find out someday on this Dungeons and Dragons adventure. Um, and uh, yeah, Werner similarly, like the bowstring is just rigid, like it's like it's frozen. You're not sure if that's just the bow being an asshole or if that's yeah. Uh, I mean, it's covered in bone, and I put a new string on it. I don't know what the hell's going on, but I hate this. <laughs> yep, fair it's a safe bet. So. Um, she uh, she turns to you and uh, Mrs. Dead says, um, "So, um, sir, you, you said you're interested in in a meal. Is that correct?" Yeah. Uh, would would the rest of you also enjoy uh, some sustenance? I don't trust you. I want nine adamantine rods. Yeah, we're kind of here for the rods. Okay, well, let's see to the meal first, and then we can deal with the rods in a minute. Watch out, I bet they tried to feed us something gross like human flesh. Well, see, that's what I'm concerned about. So you're led into the restaurant. Uh, Hambone is taken to a beautiful table with a with a with um, a, just a slightly off-white tablecloth um, that seems to have been stitched together from other materials. Um, laid out on a table. Uh, I think the two of you just kind of stand nearby, kind of vaguely disapprovingly. Hambone, you're given a, a like, comical, like, 
uh, napkin kerchief, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you are you are seated uh, seated down, and uh, they they pass you this menu. Um, this book actually has a printed menu for what's Ooh. on hand. So I'm just going to hand it to you, and you can tell me what you'd like to order. You can tell you. you can tell these fine folks what you're interested oh in as well. And while he's reading the menu, standing over in the corner, a Werner looks to Maud, and he's like, Do you have soul coins? How many do you have? I don't, I don't think I have any. I don't have any either. How many does he have? One? This better be one cheap fucking dinner. <laughs> Well, I mean, everything's cheap depending on what you value. Uh, Mr. Hambone, what would you like? Uh, yes. Hmm. I see. We will start with <laughs> the spicy shredded sturge sliders. Oh, very good choice. Very popular. That's my favorite. And uh, you guys, you guys want to split a? <laughs> you guys want to split twice uh, battered axe beak strips with uh, brandied plum sauce or? I'm not eating hell food. Okay. This is all a scam. So we'll have one of those. That'll just oh, be for great. me. Oh, that's great. Very good choice. That's my favorite. Very uh, popular. And uh, for dessert, I'll have uh, a sweet apple tart with celestial caramel drizzle <laughs> and uh, a coffee. <laughs> oh, very good choices. Those are very popular. Those ones are my favorites. Thanks. Uh, all right. And um, I'll get right on that for you. Um, so... A few minutes go by, um, and Hambone, you can see people are just kind of eating various uh, food around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, sure enough, um, a uh, sort of a very uh, how to put this? He's very tired, but you like he's not trying to let it show. He's just got huge bags under his eyes, haunted stare. His hair is kind of scraggly. Um, server comes over, um, and he's like, um, "Your sliders, sir. Here you go. Thank you. Um, they smell delicious. Mm. What do you do?" Uh, I will once again just offer to my two companions if they want to dig in on these sliders with me. I'm just standing behind the chair, kind of like tapping my foot. We haven't eaten anything but rations for weeks. You are going to shit so much if you eat this. Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. Oh, me neither. And I eat a slider. <laughs> um, it is fantastic. Um, all your rations have tasted like ash uh, since you've arrived. Um, water has tasted uh, warm, kind of soupy. Uh, everything has been gross here. But you bite into that slider, and my God, that is some next level shredded sturge slider. Mm. Um, I'll finish that one and yeah. I'll grab one of the other sliders. It, it's really good. And I'll. Good is a lie. <laughs> okay, I'll just eat another one, yeah. Uh, yeah, fantastic. I mean, not as magical as the first one, just because you're kind of used to it now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, very good. So you finish the plate. Um, they're fantastic. Um, your meal comes out. Uh, similarly, like, the presentation's great. Same sort of harried waiter uh, guy. Um, Mrs. Uh, Club Dead comes by moments later. Uh, is everything to your liking so far, Mr. Hamble? It's delicious. Okay, excellent. I'll tell the chef. Thank you. Uh, and then she fucks off. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah, you enjoy your meal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's delicious. Like you, you traveled enough that you've kind of um, you understand what the culinary kind of habits of the world are. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a really nice cross section of all of those. Like your okay. good like spice profile. There's sweetness. This really is like a like an incredibly rare meal. Um, the apple tart comes out. Uh, you get the sense that celestial sauce is just like regular caramel sauce. It's good, but it's not. Right. It's not it's like mostly oh. a name. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's okay. not as special it's as everything. It's much better else. than I was imagining. <laughs> um, and uh, the coffee comes out uh, and it's delightful. 
Delicious. It's a real solid brew. Um, so um, once you're done uh, your coffee, uh, it's been refilled like twice uh, by the the Harriet waiter. Um, Mrs. Dead comes by again. She's like, uh, "All right, so um, it was was everything? Could I get you anything else?" Um, I guess we could just if we could box up uh, nine adamantium rods to go. Uh, that'd be oh, terrific. that's very funny. But you have to order off the kids menu to get a prize. Anyway, so that would be one soul coin. And then she looks at you expectantly, but also like vaguely smugly. Uh, okay, and I give her my one soul coin. Uh, she looks legitimately surprised and a little disappointed. Oh, uh, that 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 that's great. <sighs> Wait, that, that, what that's did great. you expect? Oh, um, a lot of uh, a lot of people uh, come here, um, <clears throat> my, my, myself included, um, without the means necessarily to to pay for um, uh, Mahadi's uh, services, and he's. Uh, a man who uh, really stands by the uh, the letter of the law on deals. So um, that's how all of us ended up here. But uh, your friend Mr. Hambone here seems to, to have the appropriate amount to pay for his goods and services, so uh, he's free to go. And then the, the harried waiter is like, come on! And he's like, yep, yeah, no, uh, no, he's he's good. He's good. He had a soul coin. Hey, Werner, you were right. It was a scam. I told you everything is a scam, and now we don't have any fucking soul coins. We also don't have a car. We could have used the coin to buy the rods. They trade in coins here. We had one coin and you spent it on fucking sliders. Why did you let me do that? No one can stop you from doing anything. Oh, you let's just go take the demons. rods then. <laughs> <laughs> so you begin to make your way um, towards um, sort of a, the, everything else seems to be sort of a, a tent setup. Um, there are a couple of buildings, including the Infernal Rapture, that seem to have been dropped by cranes. Um, between the, the sort of massive treads of, uh, of the Wandering Emporium, um, there seems to be, uh, it almost has a temple feel as you go up the stairs, but then you, you get there and it's, it's clearly like a, a, like a, like a Tiffany's or something, just like a really fancy, uh, shop. Um, it's got kind of the, uh, black and white tiled floor in marble. It's very shiny. Uh, there are cases with rare relics everywhere. Um, and, um, Mrs. Dead says, okay, um, well, I, I'll leave you here. Um, but, uh, um, you said you were looking for a uh, nine adamantine rods. Is that correct? Yes, that is what we are told that we need. Okay. Well, uh, if it exists, I'm sure the wandering emporium has it. Uh, Mahadi will be with you in a second. Great. Rod collecting is a complicated profession. <laughs> you got <Yeah>. it. <laughs> you got it in there. Uh, so, um, as you're you're kind of waiting politely, um, you see a um, sort of a humanoid tiger uh, wandering around, um, and he's he's patting people on the back, and he's clearly uh, like laughing gregariously, and seems to be wheeling and dealing. Um, and then he sees uh, the three of you kind of standing at the door, um, and he looks legitimately taken aback and uh, a, a little bit embarrassed. Um, and he immediately just starts sweeping towards you, and he's like, oh, I am so sorry. I did not see the three of you there. This is, oh, this is quite embarrassing. Welcome. Welcome to the Wandering Emporium. Uh, I am Mahadi, and this is is my place. Uh, I am so terribly sorry about the lack of hospitality. That is truly not great. Uh, oh and I truly believe that our service... Ought to be. Um, I understand <laughs> from my associates. Are, are you uh, the, the three who are looking, in fact, for the adamantine rods? Yes, we are colloquially known as the stain. The stain. Oh, 
Wonderful name. Wonderful name. It's very good. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm afraid I do have some uh, unfortunate news. Uh, you are, in fact, uh, a little late on that particular front. You see, a team of adventurers just showed up uh, about the span of a meal ago. and um, Excuse me? Yes, they... Uh, Time is measured in meals here? Yes, I run the Infernal Rapture. It's a wonderful restaurant. You should stop by if you haven't. It's very good as well. <laughs> okay, have they left yet? Uh, no, they haven't. They're actually just uh, just uh, right over here. But uh, again, they, they do have the first right of refusal on the rods. Um, so he waves to an attendant and he says, oh, you'll have to excuse me. I, I'm just having the rods cleaned. Uh, but uh, I'm sure if, if you, uh, you can speak to them, uh, maybe you can work out a deal between the two of you. But this really is no business of mine. I will be in my office. Uh, this is my attendant, uh, Mr. Gill. Um, and a fish person kind of like flops over and he's like, hello, I'm Mr. Gill. Follow me, please. And then he, uh, Mahati, uh, bows to you very, very deeply, very dramatically and uh, sweeps away into his office. Okay, Mr. Gill, let's see this other group of adventures. Of course. I'm only here to guide you there. I'm not an important character. Um, so he starts flopping his way um, over towards uh, a waiting room. Guys, um, I'm worried I'm going to fall in love with Mr. Gill. Uh, there's some very... Eye on the prize, Werner. <laughs> He's got it on the prize. The prize? Mr. Gill. Um, the prize are, is love. Uh, there are some, uh, think like uh, the waiting room, like the like just outside the dressing room of a fancy, fancy clothing shop. Um, nice big uh, plush couches, uh, velvet cushions you can wait on, um, and uh, a bunch of mirrors. Uh, and as you walk up, um, Hambone, you start to hear uh, just, a, just a tune, just a light tune on the air. Um, and, uh, you know, you can feel your limbs starting to get a little bit limber, but there's something just, just a little bit off, just off about it. It doesn't quite work for, for hand boning. And then suddenly your, your blood runs cold because you know, there's only one person who dances to this. And as you approach, you see your arch nemesis, the hobgoblin hand jive. Hello everyone, uh, this is Tyler Hewitt, just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dice you can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else, so do that now. Well, not right now, but, you know. Hand jiving away, swinging one hand over another hand, doing the mashed potato. He's just dancing away, and then he <laughs> runs a comb back through his luscious, greased locks and flips his leather jacket collar up, and he goes, Oh, hey, Hepcat. If it isn't my old arch rival, Hambone. How you been, amigo? Hand jive? That's, that's all me. I'll say. <laughs> Hambone is like pretty generally above like interpersonal conflicts with people and things like that. He gets along with everyone, but something about hand jive, man, just really, really <laughs> gets say, his goat. Werner isn't above any personal level of conflict, yeah. so I think he like reaches out and puts a hand on <laughs> on Hambone's shoulder. I'm sorry, you mispronounced it. Good to see you, hand job. <laughs> <And> Hambone's <laughs> eyes like 
lighten up and widen. He's never thought of that insult before <laughs> in his life. It's Meanwhile, a fucking revelation. Hand drive is in the middle of doing like the potato bash thing that does kind of it look like, like a shake weight. Yeah, yeah. At jerking someone off. Um, and he's like, hey, whatever floats your boat, man, I'm just about the hand jiving. Uh, and then he starts like patting his legs and like a weird mockery of, of hand boning, but that he's in fact part of a hand jive. I know because I looked it up on the internet <laughs> earlier today. You did your homework to yep. did you watch upset my goblin. Uh, no, I watched a two minute soundless <laughs> video called How to Hand Jive Without Sound. <laughs> God, that sounds awful. It didn't sound awful. It looked awful. Um, Your description of it sounds awful. Yes, yes. It was not not my finest hour uh, and a half. Um, uh, but he's not the only one who's shocked by the people sitting there. Uh, Maud, you see uh, a man you have not seen in uh, a couple of decades. Oh. Um, from back way, way, way before uh, you guys were the stain, uh, you used to run uh, with a different crew, uh, and he was the, the leader. Uh, he is a um, a large um, uh, sort of like Viking man with uh, obsidian skin and like a long white beard and just massive muscles, like just like like Rob Leefield drew him, uh, and his name is Magnuson Lynch, uh, and he is a a um, a heroic uh, adventurer. Um, that is the bards sing of him, men and women want to bed him and be him. Um, but you actually found he was kind of an asshole. Um, he, he's pretty cavalier about, uh, the, the collateral damage. Um, and, uh, something just always, uh, didn't quite sit right with you. And he's got, he turns his kind of like piercing, uh, blue white eyes to you and he goes, ha ha, well, fuck me and Avernus. If it isn't Maud Buggins. Oh, hey, dick face. <laughs> There's that classic Maud greeting. Hey, everyone, this guy sucks. And then I put a hand on Maud's shoulder and I say, sorry, you mispronounced it. Good to see you, hand job. He points at you and his face just lights up and he's like, Right, because the dancing hobgoblin looks like he's jerking off a weird dick. <laughs> what a prick. Uh, and Maud, you're reminded of why traveling with this man was exhausting. <laughs> um, meanwhile, I Werner. Oh, sorry, Maud, go ahead. You've, you've... No, I just can't believe this fucking asshole has our fucking rods. Uh, well, he doesn't yet. Uh, and then, ah. Werner, you notice the third member of their party, and your blood runs no particular temperature because you don't <laughs> it, recognize it, it them. It barely runs. I'm so it's, old. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, there's, there's a, uh, a half-orc barbarian who's currently playing um, the flute for Hand Jive's Hand Jive. Um, and, uh, he stops and he goes, yeah, that's right. It's me. And then he like tries to flip his hair back, but it's too short. So it just kind of like awkwardly bounces. And he's like, brave star, the great bardic warrior. And then he just looks at you expectantly, Werner. <laughs> Tom, I have to ask you before I just do a joke, <laughs> but I'm mm -hmm. like, do I know this guy? No, you absolutely do not know this guy. <laughs> Oh, look, they brought along a jester. Dance for us, idiot. <laughs> I think he's talking to you, Hand Jive. Or should I say, Hand Jive. Oh, no, it's Hand Oh. Why is everyone confused about who's receiving insults? You're all assholes, apparently. Ha! 
Um, <laughs> and Magnuson's like, ha, oh, Maud, you have that right. We are all indeed assholes. What brings you to Avernus? Did you die finally, you old bag? I, why are we doing this? Can we just have the rods, please? <laughs> Fucking no. We got here first. They are ours. We got a very important mission. What? What? Whose mission? Does it matter? Yes, it fucking matters. Tell me who. Why would I tell you? Tell, just we are not traveling companions or lovers anymore. <laughs> Were you guys actually lovers or is just just the thing no, he says? No, you fucking idiot. Well, agree to disagree. Am I right? And he slaps Bravestar so hard he goes through a table. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Bravestar, where are the fucking rods? <laughs> uh, the only rods I care about is my wicked cool pan flute. Because I'm Bravestar, oh, champion of flutes. I, is it, can I see the flute? <laughs> yes. I, I, is there a window Smack nearby? It out of his hands. <laughs> uh, no, there's a bunch of like. But there's a door. I mean, you can throw it behind a counter. I, no, I pick it up and I like drop kick it out the door. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I hate you all. Meanwhile, outside, um, uh, Mrs. Dre- Dead is like smoking a cigarette with the harried waiter. Uh, and he's like, I really thought that guy was going to be broke. He's like, yeah, I think he was wearing someone's underwear as a hanker. Ow! Uh, as a flute hits her in the back of the head. Ma, don't get us kicked out yet. We're not allowed to do violence against the staff. Um, so uh, the three of them sit very smugly and um, Hand Jive looks at you, uh, Hambone. Uh, and he's like, sorry, pal, we got here first, and it looks like the rods are going to be ours. After all, we are the superior adventuring group. Uh, I'm not your pal. All right, guy. Say, uh, what kind of vehicle did you guys come here in? Us? We came here on wicked cool skeletal pegasi, but then they left. We only had one deal with them because we helped solve a riddle they had. How are you going to leave? On foot. But honestly, once we have this treasure, it won't matter. We're going somewhere wicked cool. There's nothing you can do to stop us. Not with your inability to dance. Uh, excellent. At this time, uh, Hambone would like to wait by the exit so that <laughs> as soon as they are outside, this field is keeping him from beating the shit out of hand jive. He can pass through it and proceed to wail on him. So um, you, you start to storm out um, and you can actually see uh, Magnus and kind of like... His uh, his sort of uh, icy blue eyes dart to um, what looks like a, a portal um, frame on the wall. Okay. And he goes, yes, sounds good. Well, we'll meet you outside in five. Uh, can you roll me an insight check, please? Well, not great. The rest of you can also roll if you want, depending uh, on yeah, whether I or not you would say, follow. Oh, actually, it's not too bad. I feel like Werner would just be watching because definitely killing these three was at the top of his plan. <laughs> so he'll uh, see. He'll just be bothered that <laughs> Hambo's been so unsubtle about it. I just uh, got to keep an eye on shit. 13. I want this to be over. For my insight. 15. This was insight? Yep. Uh, let me just double check some of my sweet, sweet. I know things about hell rules. That's uh, no, not an intelligence check, so script. Uh, uh, if I, 16. All right. Um, you get the sense that uh, Hand Jive is definitely lying. Um, you think these guys are going out a portal. Then I'll hang around. Um, Mahadi comes back out of his office, and um, he's like, there is quite a commotion out here. It's very difficult to count rods. I counted to five <laughs> twice. That is far more times than I'm inclined to count. What seems to be the issue here? We uh, we need those rods more than they do. Us collecting the rods will impact the outcome of the war on Avernus. 
Uh, and Magnuson's like, well, old son, true of us as well. I would like to jump ahead to the bidding war. <laughs> Can we do the auction you're undoubtedly going to do? Wait, how is it going to change the war? Like, if we're on the same side, like, going for the same... Well, who's, whose side are you on? I'm not answering that first. Well, of I course you not, first, you, you, you fucking dickface. It's just face. your brain's falling apart like a bad puzzle oh. mod. <laughs> are you here to send the city back up to the regular world? Whoa, what? Wait, city? What, what the hell are you talking about? No, no, no. We're, we're here to help uh, help the old demon guys. You don't you know, know shit. New? They're on Yizinu on... really wants uh, wants these rods for something. You know, big, big jackal guy. He's like, <laughs> like he's got like that. Oh, we shot him in the memory, but not currently. That was just space. He's with the bad, bad people. Yeah. Uh, look, man, we're in Avernus. We're all with the bad people. And Brave Star's like, yeah, my arch rival, we're all bad people <laughs> here. And then he goes to flute and his hands are empty. And he looks like legitimately lost. Why don't you blow on your fingers, you idiot? Okay, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. You. I might not make it through this whole non-violence <laughs> thing. Uh, I would like to bid faster before um, I make a mistake and trap the earth. Mahadi's like, look, I don't particularly want a bidding war either. That'd be quite cliche and very expected by players. No, <laughs> I only want to deal with one of these two parties. I frankly don't care which one. I must say Zeriel is a very good customer of mine, so even though technically they do have the first right towards it, uh, I did I hear... And then he, his eyes snap to you. Hambone. He says, dance? Uh, I can, I can dance. Handjive's like, ha ha! All right, whatever, hep cats, if you call that dance, and he proceeds to like to his little hand. I do. Handjive. It's also producing music. You can't do both. And Brave Star's like, oh, the chosen one! Uh, and Mahati says, well, seems like you two have a very specific skill, one that ought to be tested. I tell you what, you two dance fight. For the right to bid on these amantine rods, and we'll have a deal. I tell you what, I'll even throw in a free disintegration for the losers so that neither of you ever need to see the other ones again. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. No one can outdance. Hand jo- Oh, God, now I'm saying it. Fuck. Dad was right. I should have had a cooler name. Um, so in classic dance fight rules... Uh, Someone runs into the probably Brave Star. Who am I kidding? Runs into the center and like kind of waves everyone out, uh, and everyone <laughs> forms a circle. Werner <laughs> just grumpily walks away. Uh, a and waste it, of time. It's time to step up to the streets. Uh, it's time for some electric boogalooing. Uh, Hambone, it is time to dance for your life. Are you prepared? Absolutely. I've got a D20, and that's. I think all the best I can do. <laughs> I'm just gonna make you dance, Tyler. You need to dance. Oh, this um, is gonna go badly. All right, right so um, let's uh, let's roll a. I was gonna flip a coin, but I don't have one on me. So we're gonna roll a dice to see who gets to go first. Actually, uh, go ahead and roll initiative for me. Why not? Uh, thir- uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three. I rolled a three. So hand jive's too busy jive talking and not hand jiving. So uh. Uh, you're up first. Um, you can request music, or you can just make your own. I'm just going to make my own. All right, so tell me, what is, what is, this is going to be three rounds of, of dance fighting. What is, what is your opening salvo? So it starts with like a slower uh, rhythm, but very, very deliberate, almost kind of like um, the, uh, like, 
New Zealand uh, All Blacks kata kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, right, so yeah. like a wider stance, but still like slapping on the chest, on the arms and stuff like that. Um, and then like the legs start to like get into the rhythm as well, but it's much slower. It's like a soldier's kind of thing. And so that's like just like kind of we're just starting to rev things up. Okay, go ahead and roll round. me, I think, a performance check probably. That's a 19. 19. All right. <clears throat> so you start beating out that rhythm um, and then hand jive. Uh, flips up his collar again. Uh, he kind of like pops his knees in like a vaguely like going to uh, moonwalk way. Starts to walk out to hand jive. But um, the beat you're throwing down, a hand bone beat is much different than a hand jive beat. Yeah. Um, and you can see his his hand gestures are a little a little uneven, a little unsure. Uh, he's 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 like really doing it with gusto, but like there's no ramp up. He's just he's right into the jive. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and he's not doing well. So you've won round one. He forgot um, to cup the balls. He is um, he's clearly, <laughs> his balls remain uncupped, and he is clearly uh, at a disadvantage. Um, and uh, Mahadi is just like nodding along with the beat imperiously. All right. uh, next round, um, hand jive. Um, he starts to like throw some, some like pretty aggressive like hands in the air action in, which is something that doesn't really gel with hand boning. <laughs> Um, right, okay. It's it's a new tactic, um, but uh, he's really into it. But you can't really tell if it's good or bad. Frankly, you're never sure if he's doing well or not. No, no. I don't uh, what understand do you do? him. Um, I'm going to speed things up. Now we're at more of like a devil and down to Georgia cadence, yep, like yep. kind of picking things up. Now you're pushing my buttons. <laughs> um, and uh, I will also uh, take flight um, oh, to do damn. this as well. Yeah. Uh, give yourself advantage for oh, excellent. being cool. <laughs> and it's a, it's a performance check still? Uh, yes. Okay, so that's a 17. All right, so as you take to the air, it's it's very much like watching Christopher walk and fly around <laughs> in Weapon of Choice. Uh, it's just, it's truly a sight to be seen. Um, Werner, it takes a lot to touch you in your very, uh, in your cold, dead heart, but like, there's something majestic about his utter lack of, of care for looking cool or sounding cool. It's like, it, it's it's beautiful nihilism at work. Um, <laughs> he has become death destroyer of dance. Uh, Simultaneously, I'm holding still and drifting into the shadows. <laughs> and observing. Uh, Maud, um, you, you find a, a pinky finger bumping your pinky finger and you feel Magnus kind of like reaching for your hand. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just thought maybe... <laughs> You're disgusting. Get away from me. And I mean, you smell like a rotten bag of potatoes. I figured we're both disgusting. Maybe, uh, you know, you and me make some disgusting music together. Like your weird little dancing flying friend. Who the fuck does this work on? <laughs> no one yet. It's been a long 120 years. Pathetic. <laughs> yep, that's me. Um, yes, I'm crushing him. <laughs> <laughs> final, you say out loud, and he's like, yep. It's true, <laughs> just like prom. Uh, Hambone, you are you are you are become. You've become the dance. Uh, final round, oh, Lord of the Dance. Um, you can tell that uh, hand drive is getting desperate. Uh, what do you do? Uh, we're gonna up the tempo again. Now think more like a uh, through fire and flames kind of song by Dragon, Dragon Force. Force. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I need to be flying now for like because you wouldn't be able to hit yourself as many times as I am hand boning while standing on two feet kind of thing. Yep. Yep. Um, 
I've only got plus two to performance, so these good die rolls are going to run out at some point. And I'm gonna uh, well, shit okay. The if, bed. if your performance is th- that, doesn't make any sense to me. So use your dexterity, I guess. Because it it's, it's combined with flying. Yeah. Well, it was always meant to be like Hambone has the skill, but if you don't have performance, <laughs> it's just because just you don't have dance. Uh, so that was just an eight on the die. So plus dex, that's 12. 12? All right. All it comes down to this. Man, I have been rolling fucking shit for poor hand jive. Uh, until I rolled this 20. Ooh. Um, so hand jive uh, starts hand driving faster and faster, but he he's never is never he's never considered that that the legs could get involved. Uh, he he always used <laughs> those as, straight up leg jive you. Yeah, How does that even work? Use those as a bit. Well, they, they don't. Uh, and he much like Mugatu and Zoolander stares at you and he's like, "It's beautiful." Uh, and then suddenly, with a cry of rage, he springs into the air. Uh, and attempts to double hand jive your throat. Um, what is your AC? Or actually, uh, we'll say dex save. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that's a... God, that's a... 27. <laughs> so he leaps up into the air, and it's just like swinging both his hands in. Normally, they'd cut through the air, but he's instead trying to cut through your throat. Um and as as he he reaches you, just like in the flurry of hand jiving and leg jiving, um, it's it's like you're you you know like um uh like martial arts movies where you just kind of blur out. Yeah. So he just like swings <laughs> through, but like everywhere he tries to hit, you just aren't. Um, and then he he stumbles back down to the ground. Um, and he just looks up at you, and he says, "Hambone, you." You truly are the Lord of the Dance. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then he bursts into Ash along with Magnuson and Bravestar, who's like, wait, I'll get my axe. And then he just uh, Thanos is out um, as Mahadi snaps both fingers uh, and laughs. And he's like, well, that dancing truly was great. I said the thing I've been avoiding saying for lawsuit purposes. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, you, you've earned the right to bid on the rods, so uh, come on in. When, whenever you're done. Uh, and and there is like a wind-down process for Hambone. You can't just turn this shit off. So for, we'll say, the next um, 45 minutes, um, <laughs> Hambone slows down. He ices his knees. <laughs> Yeah, like he has His servants bring you and ice. Chest and are chapped. Yeah, the, the minute See? you're down, he's like, "This man is a goddamn dance hero. You bring him what he needs on me." Gets lathered up in some aloe vera, that kind of thing. Yeah, they do like the uh, the Roman gladiator thing where they just cover you in oil and scrape it off. Perfect. Start yeah. jarring it. Werner gets so mad that he falls asleep standing up. <laughs> like, he's just the old guy, like, nodding out in the movie theater, and then he's just out. He'll wake up when it's important again, but until something dramatic happens, he's asleep. You know, like, the Beavis and Butthead game for PC from the 90s where you spit on cars from the roof? <laughs> Actually, sort of. yes. And then you would just, like, if you, like, spent a couple turns just, like, horking it up, you could get a good phlegm. Yep. That's what Maud is doing over the ashes of... <laughs> the Magnus <laughs> <and Lynch>. <laughs> <laughs> For an hour. <laughs> that is. So <laughs> 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 the closest thing to affection he's ever had from another living being. <laughs> um, just yeah, he turns out he's like one hundred percent like just a sub. So he's just like yeah, it spit on me. <laughs> Except, he's, Except he's been I'm dissolved to nothing. <laughs> the ash sounds like that in the yeah. air. I'm a worm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh. So. Um, 
With that, um, he leads you into his office, and his office is fucking money. Uh, <laughs> it is gorgeous in there. Um, there are uh, exotic items from across the plains. Um, you get the sense that whatever deal he has with Zariel probably lets him get some sort of interplanar travel involved. Um, you can see just kind of all manner of crazy stuff. Um, there's technology you've never seen. Uh, there's some um, sort of like large plaque with like a weird hammer uh, etched into it with kind of like circles around it that you don't recognize, uh, but seems to be in a place of, of, of great pride. Uh, there seems to be a phone in front of it, which is odd. Um, and uh, he just says, oh, uh, uh, don't mind that. Uh, sometimes we need to get in touch with uh, the other uh, rulers down here. So uh, just leave the Moonhammer phone out for, for a minute there. Uh, all right. So uh, come on in. Uh, have a seat. So... Um, you mentioned a bidding war. Well, good news, there's no one else but you. Uh, bad news is, this is a very expensive item. And he um, sort of like shows behind him, behind glass, um, there's sort of nine rods arranged in a circular pattern, uh, almost like a sundial. Um, he says, these are quite powerful items. I'm sure whatever you want them for is, is quite important. Uh, and unfortunately, they come at quite a cost. It is very hard to get anything out of the infer infernal forge of Bell. Uh, so I have a very simple proposition for you. All you need to trade me is one soul, and they're yours. The only catch is the soul needs to be powerful. This machine, and he kind of like taps the floor, says it doesn't run on nothing. So I'm going to need one soul. Of someone you care about. Hmm. I'm not going to be much use here. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. It's kind of just down Actually, to you might be. Uh, based on the people you formed relationships with, the stained, uh -oh. you have some options. Uh, uh, you Maggie. can trade Mahadi, the soul of Silvira, the scholar who got you down here, uh, with Jezebel. You can trade him the soul of Mad Maggie, Werner's erstwhile <laughs> lover. You can, or you can trade him the soul of Lulu, the Hollyphant. But someone's souls gotta go. Well, Lulu's not around, right? We, we don't know where yeah. Lulu is. Yeah. Okay, just a second. We need a moment to huddle. And with that, the stain huddled to decide whose soul they would sacrifice. Our Vern is One Shot features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Elizabeth at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and of course, our awesome DM is Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker, that's M R K R on Twitter. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunder Horse by Damiano Baldoni, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J A A. HZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks for listening. Smash that subscribe button and show your love to One Shots. DJ One Shots out of here. <laughs> Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, 
DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.